At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Hey, everybody, and welcome. You, no, so I'm going. What... I'm going. Shut up, Chan. <laughs> hey, everybody, and this is a show. It's called Knowing It's Half the Podcast. And I'm Ray. <laughs> we're not watching G.I. Joe because we just watched Star Trek, the animated series with a few of our Patreon fans. Patreon.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. We watched an episode from 1973 called The Albatross. Which Let me tell you, it was a shit show to get started. So I personally would like to apologize to our friends who were there, who waited around for quite a while as Ray was hoping more people would show up, even though my attitude is you reward the people for being on time since they're on time. And then apparently I'm the only one that knows that you can't screen share on uh, uh, paid streaming services that they, they just right. it just sort of white whites it out if you're on disney plus it blacks it out if you ever try to take a screen grab while you're on your computer or something i tried to take a picture of so woke i tried to take a picture of the 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 goldfish in moon Knight the other day before remembering that i can't and i had to go to google and google goldfish from moon Knight. uh so you know i i was the only one that realized that i really saved the day (laughs) is that is that what you think happened gina yeah, I mean, we have witnesses that aren't just you and Ray this time, so everyone will know my name will go down in podcasting history as the hero that I am. Wow. They will side with you, so yeah. That's Put fair. Gina in the Podcast Hall of Fame right now. <laughs> it's where um, I it's what I deserve. Uh I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer Gina Ippolito, yes. Um, and this week, yeah, again, I've already said it. You guys really they, look, I've been trying to start the show for like five minutes before we started. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Told- were you, or were you not the one who, who decided like we could just start whenever earlier when Chan <laughs> and I were like, no, we're 20 minutes in, let's get started. And you were like, no, 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 let's wait for other people who never showed up by the way. Look, that's we didn't true. give them a lot of time to uh, to know that this was coming, and also, that's okay. We'll give them also your fault since yeah. you decided on yeah. Thursday and said you were going to tell them, and you know. Wait, why is it all my fault? You know, a uh, Chan also has access to Patreon <laughs> and or our Twitter account. I do not have access to the Patreon, Ray. You made me log you in earlier today, you lying liar. Earlier today, <laughs> you were late. You done that on this- Thursday. Oh Lord! I have access to it twenty four seven. Means nothing. Just because my name's the one on it means nothing. How I like dare to imagine you? that our listeners are are hearing like uh, since we started this podcast eighteen hundred years ago. Yeah, they've correct. been listening to a slow divorce. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> we had we had the honeymoon period. Wait, wait, when was the honeymoon period? 
I do not recall that. Yeah, for Chan, it's just been just a constant struggle. (laughs) (laughs) This was like an arranged marriage that has been hell from the get-go. Never got better. (laughs) Like in in some arranged marriages, you learn to love the your your partners. In uh, in this one, it's just we're uh, gonna get like we're gonna get like a chat from Channing Sherman, who's like had to go to therapy to to tell him that it's not his fault that mommy and daddy and daddy are breaking up. Mommy and daddy and daddy. Psycho Andy is going to have started drinking by that point. Oh, no. Sir Sir Moxford is going to like jump into relationships because he's going to be trying to recreate the early days of of knowing his half the podcast. I've been trying to order. And that stability. I've been trying to figure out the birth order as you've been laying them out because I'm like, okay, yeah, by that, uh, I would say that Channing Sherman would have been like the third. Uh, I feel like the uh, one who was drinking was probably the first because they they took the brunt of it. Um, um, yeah, I don't. I, I, so it holds then, up. Like Bri- Brian Rapp is like the oops baby that you. I feel like oops. I feel like Sir Moxford is the one that you have to like try and try and stay together even even when you know it's like not working and you're like maybe another kid will save yeah, save can this I just relationship. Say that that's the worst Captain Crunch flavor ever. Oops, all babies. Um, you know, you know what really helps a relationship that uh, 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 is is struggling? Screaming children. That's really the that's really the bonus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now that we've revealed way too much of our personal lives, um, we've got that portion of the podcast covered because we normally wait till later to do that. So we yeah, we normally like, creep right into, into it. Show. I think because we've already been talking for like an hour. Uh, before this, I think we're just like we're just eased, eased into it already. So <laughs> we are well yeah. lubricated. The next the next podcast, we're gonna have to decide who who Channing Sherman visits for holiday. Who's <laughs> 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 whose who's podcast uh, uh, Psycho Andy listens to on the weekends? Oh man, this is gonna be rough. Gina, I, I'm, like- I keep waiting for you to have a second podcast. Gina, you're like you know, Chan has well, like seventy two. No. I have like seventy. My, my time is gold. My time is like is fucking gold. So unless someone's paying me in hunks of gold, I'm not. Mm. I I don't. I I'm not going on podcasts. I'm not starting another podcast. I have tons <laughs> of things I could do with my time. I'm reading like four books right now. Oh my god! Are you gonna finish any of them? How does that? How do you read four books? Of the, like wouldn't There's you little just golden read one books, right? Don't yeah. Well, it. like you know, like I'm I'm Dune kind of started to bore me about three fourths of the way through. So I decided what? to I decided I to read House of M in the meantime. I took like yeah, I took like a two night break to read House of M. Okay. Uh, and then I had already ordered uh the nineties by Chuck Klosterman and was just like, Well, this is this is a totally different vibe of a book. Oh, is that a new one? Yeah, it's good. Ooh, uh, you just admit you're not going back to Dune. I think that's what you're No, no, I am. I look, if there is anything you know about me, it is that I am a completist. Yeah, you are a completionist, uh, yeah. You are going to have then- to finish the entire uh six book series then. <laughs> no, no, that's that's and I'm not. Then there's Brian Herbert's continuation of the series. <laughs> nope. Nope. Another dozen or so books. You got to get but it I all. Also, I also had started reading Ursula uh, uh, Ursula Le Guin's uh, uh, short stories, and and I took a break in like after I had finished a couple of the short stories because it's not since it's not narrative, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So yeah, those those four, those are what I'm reading. Sounds good. You know what I'm reading? 
Absolutely nothing. I don't think you can read. That is correct. That is the correct answer. Somebody says, hey, Ray, have you read? I'm going to say, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. So the, the episode of Star Trek that we're watching is called Albatross, which like Albatross. many things. Uh, okay. Uh, hold it- on. Hold on. Because okay. it was not Ray who uh, had to wait till about 18 minutes in on a 22 minute episode to figure out that albatross didn't mean a literal bird in space. No, no, I here's the thing. That was a joke. I just thought it meant like, oh, someone someone is going to be the albatross around someone's neck in this episode. That's right. Which does come from the rhyme of the ancient mariner, obviously, but has now evolved just to mean like fucking Ray is really the albatross of this <laughs> of this I mean, podcast. But but then I realized, oh, it's literally talking about the rhyme of the ancient mariner. It's not just talking about the thing we took away from that story. It is about how, oh, crap, things are going to get real bad. Maybe people are going to die and turn into ghosts in the ocean, but then it's going to rain and they're going to be okay. And then <laughs> someone's going to stop a guest from going to a wedding. And all that happened oh, in this so episode. The, the, the moral of the story, the, the, the reason that I brought this up was because at some point I said, oh, it's the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Of course, Chan immediately nods, thinking I'm the dumbass for her taking 18 minutes. Ray, Ray goes, oh, yeah, of course. And I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you. And then about two minutes later, he admitted. He was like, I, I said, of course, but I, di- I didn't really know why, what I was talking no, about. Hold on a second. I'm aware of that of the rhyme of the ancient mariner. I went to school a hundred years ago. <laughs> and I remember the albatross and its meaning and all that stuff. So when there's you know, I wouldn't have come up with the name rhyme of the ancient mariner, but I was generally aware of the things that were happening <laughs> and that they were important for book reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This uh-huh, helps. Uh-huh. So this uh, this episode starts. This is honestly like this is to what Gina said at the end of the episode. This just feels like a normal episode of Star Trek: The Original Series. It's just poorly animated. So Here's I, the thing. Yeah, I thought this was pretty good. The reason why we did this is because uh, um, over there on that Who Would Win, Who would win show that yeah. you all do, uh, 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 James was talking mad trash about Star Trek: The Animated Series. And the whole time I was listening, oh. I was like, dude, it's a good show. It's not yeah. an amazing show. I think, I think, I think fuck James. Uh, I, wow. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know the backstory because I, I purposely black myself out anytime uh, you guys bring up your other podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, Understood. But like, I thought we were watching it because someone had said, like, one of our uh, one of our patrons or someone had said, like, "Oh God, you got to watch this. It's awful." So I was expecting it to be awful, and honestly, th- this was a good story uh, that that I I like. Just the fact that it was, and you know what, it reminds me of is I have recently discovered there is an all classic Doctor Who channel okay. on my <laughs> Samsung smart TV. So naturally, I put that on when I go about my business during the day. Because so the cats can watch. You mean pooping? Uh, yeah, yeah. I poop for eight hours a day. Yeah. Then I go for a five right. minute walk and then I eat and poop for another eight hours. Uh, but but so they've, you know, they recently have discovered some of the early lost episodes, most of which are in the Patrick Troughton second doctor era. Those are the those are the most of the ones that are missing. They recently animated them because they found the audio, but not not the video. 
And the animation is very like, you know, it's kind of weird and it's very stilted and they're mostly standing still, you know, their, their mouths are, but it's still Dr. Who they're still good stories. And that was what this reminded me of. Like the animation was very stilted. He's not winning any animation awards, but like the story was, was well told. It was a compelling one. It's the opposite of masters of the universe, if you will. Indeed. Wow. I mean, it, but it, here's the, deal. the story is good. I like the story. It's very Star Trek, but the animation is kind of bad and the vocal performances are not great. So, I mean, like there are reasons oh. to dismiss this show outright, no, but it's I'm not going to be because You're of crazy. the plot. You're just they- trying to salvage your other podcast relationship by not admitting that James is a fucking fuckhead. Because this now, wait a minute now. Acting. I will fully admit that James is a fucking fuckhead. You don't need to try to pull that out of me like a wisdom tooth. But this was exactly the acting that was. I don't know how long ago you watched Star Trek, the, the original series, but I recently watched all of it. It, which was is the animation like three, bad there too? three seasons, but it's the exact same voice. It's the exact same acting. It's not like all of a sudden, like this is a billion times worse. They're doing the exact same acting that they're doing on the show. It's, it's not bad. And, and honestly, even the animation, it's not bad. It's just of, of its, of its era. Time. Yeah. Like oh, they're, fair. they're not really moving their mouths and it's, and it's stilted and things like that, but it's not, again, it's like that doctor who it's not, it's still enjoyable to watch. I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't even put this in like the bottom fifty percent of stuff that we've watched on this podcast. No, oh, I don't even not. think it's close. I think it's in the top twenty percent, definitely. But that's, that's only that's a test. Yeah, I, how I agree. bad the shows we watched really are. <laughs> also, though, like you're talking about uh, uh, the uh, voiceover work, the number of times we've seen stuff uh, featuring characters who are not voiced by the actual peoples that they're supposed to be, or, you know, like yeah. the uh, actors who uh, portrayed them in movies or television or whatever. Um, like this, this is the legit cast. The, they yeah. got the actual cast to do the show. And, I guess you know, I just wanted Brad Garrett as Spock. I mean, look, I asked for so little. I, okay. You know that's what? what I yeah. wanted. No, I, I'm, I, <laughs> that's, that's fair. I, I would want that too. Uh, I would I would wager to say that our patrons that did show up uh, were probably disappointed that we weren't watching something worse mm-hmm. because we've cut co- we've come to know that you know we watched that oh. weird Davy and Goliath thing and and I think that they enjoy oh, the torture. It's true. Now I did. Uh, 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 my kid made me watch Sonic's Christmas Adventure with Sonic the Hedgehog, and I'm gonna tell you right now we're doing it this year. For uh for Christmas time because it is one of the worst things I've ever <laughs> seen. What? Sonic's is it new? Good. Sonic it's is good. It's not new. It's not super old, but it's in in the last twenty years. If I remember, what are correctly. you? You guys are you guys are raising your kids wrong. You need to force them to watch everything that you watched as a kid. <laughs> That's uh, not gonna work. The, I have a few. Uh, parenting rules and one of the, uh, the things I tried to remember from when I was a kid, like when I grow up, I'm never going to do this to my my kid someday. Um, and one of the uh, one of those rules is like, don't make them listen to oldies. Don't make them listen to your yeah, music. Oh you shit! Let them I listen loved... to what they're going to listen to. Oh no! I loved my dad's music. Now, now, like I. Like when we when we would go on road trips, we had a ten CD changer in the trunk when 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 that became like oh, a, a thing. Very ritzy. Uh, 
and my dad would let, but I was like, at that point, I was like a, a teenager and, and my dad said, okay, you can pick five CDs and I'll pick five CDs. And we ended up having three of the same overlapping CDs, which was like the Stand By Me soundtrack. And then I also oh, threw in the, the Simpsons, the Simpsons oh soundtrack. God. Uh, but yeah, like we both really liked the the Stand By Me soundtrack and and classic rock. I I loved it. I still love it today. I I enjoy it. I mean, when you're really little, like you don't know. Like just, I mean, my brother and I had one tape that was Michael Jackson and one tape that was Fleetwood Mac, and that's what we would listen to in the car when we were little. Two things. One gross. What a weird ass <laughs> relationship to have weird. with the parental unit of yours. Two, uh, my mom has music, uh, shit musical taste, so oh. I had to develop my own. And well, that's why is, you uh, hated it. Fine, and I'm not going to inflict that on the kid. He's going to figure out his own music. He likes listening to shiny. He likes listening to techno. And Gross. you know, like I'm going to let him do what he's going to do. If he's going to grow up to be a DJ, so no, be it. Grow so up to be a be fucking it. dude at a club who roofies people. If he's listening to techno. I Jesus. feel like that's a little bit of a leap, but not a huge leap. It's more of a mild gallop. Um, <laughs> so this episode of Star Trek, we're uh, talking on the planet Dramia, and they're dropping off medical supplies. This the no, 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 no. Down. It's the planet Dramia because they're Draymans. So as soon as that happened, you couldn't hear it because my mic was turned off, but I was like, oh, wow. Because David Draymond is the lead singer of uh, the Disturbed, so no, you should have listened to your mom's music. <laughs> oh, also, by the way, so since we, since these guys didn't know that you can't screen share when you're on a pay streaming service, we had to like watch this on one of Ray's <laughs> shady ass sites. So there were uh, Croatian subtitles, which was awesome, <laughs> which was very amusing. Pretty uh, I, I literally just Googled a sentence at some point to figure out that it was Croatian. Also, if you uh, ever uh, click on any of those links that Ray puts up, like, here's the show we're watching. Oh, uh, don't. Be aware, <laughs> you might get Croatian subtitles, and that's that's just going to be what it is. Yeah, and you're uh, welcome. A guy that I, right a guy that I work with at, at the Unicorn, who's a very accomplished uh, writer, has been for years, written on a ton of stuff. At some point, I had no idea he he was like listening or or paying attention or anything. At some point, he came into the unicorn and was like, "Wow, Gita, those links you guys post are shady as hell." <laughs> and he was like, "There's like girls on the side that are like <clears throat> click on me," and I was like, "Oh, yep. all right, thanks for I guess thanks for clicking on it, coworker." <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, there's gross anime babes on the side uh, ads. Like, you're gonna. It is what it is. You could full screen the show and then not have to worry about those aspects of it. But you're 100% then going to get like dildo ads or something like that. <laughs> like, like dildo uh, ads Gina. and then like ads to like pro protein bulk up, I guess. Gina, Cross I was already getting those ads and, well before the site. Thank oh, you. Oh, no. I've gotten dildo ads every day since the, the because of the five years that I spent on the mutiny where we just wrote dildo sketches. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm used to that. Yeah. I told the story about my my former coworker uh, who's a, a big Mormon, and he oh. kind of pulled me aside one time and he said, "Ray, you ever get those targeted ads uh, like on Facebook and stuff?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." He's like, "It's just weird, man. What kind of ads do you get? Like, all I get are ads for the Mormon Church and gay porn sites." <laughs> and I pause and I look at him and I say, "Well, 
those ads are generally based on what you're searching for online. <laughs> and he stops, goes, okay. And then he walks away. <laughs> And he quit the, the very same day. Never came back. It was one of the most awkward yet hilarious conversations I've ever had in my life. And I couldn't be happier that it happened. <laughs> he, he shot a bunch of people that day. I Unfortunately, yes. Um, but they were all bad. They were all bad people. So it was okay. <laughs> and that man was Bruce Wayne. Thank you. <laughs> Noted big Mormon. Bruce Wayne. Want to know my supervillain origin story? <laughs> that time I accidentally outed myself to my coworker. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, so Are you they... only getting dudes on Grinder? It's so weird. <laughs> I just keep going back to the app, and and you know, uh, uh, I don't know why. Is it just me? It's just you, Chan. Is it? I okay, get man. I get mad chicks on. <laughs> what are we even talking about? Um, <laughs> they're all really mad. They're just they're messaging. No, they're, they're very they're angry. They paired messaging up messaging you. Literally mad. Angry that you exist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jada, it's it, walk a mile in my shoes. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, there's an app for that already. That uh, just full of people that are mad that you exist, and it's called Twitter. It's um, called Twitter. It's That's worth about forty three billion dollars, apparently. Hey. If you ever feeling good about your day, post uh, on on your Twitter that you think Johnny Depp did it. <laughs> They'll just flock right to you. Love it. So uh, they're on the planet's surface. Oh, what are we doing a show about cartoons? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm on a. I'm on a timer. I was um, about to launch into a tirade about fucking Fantastic Beasts, but no, by all means, <laughs> let's, let's do the show no, okay, that people no, are here for. Because I I I was shown. Uh, on Facebook's algorithm, they said, would you like to see this post about Fantastic Beasts having a, a very low box office? And I said, <laughs> ah, I guess. Let me check out this comment section. 92 comments of people saying, like, if they hadn't gotten rid of Johnny Depp, who's totally innocent, this would have made a billion dollars. It's like, I don't think that's it, dude. I just don't think I don't yeah. think that's the, right, that's the right answer. It's a show from I, a turf uh, featuring or used to feature a guy who beats women. Uh, mm -hmm. now features another guy who, uh, I don't know, throws chairs at women, uh, strangles women occasionally. Oh, don't, um, don't ruin Mads Mickelson for me. How dare you? <laughs> I, he's the flash. It's the flash. Look, he, oh. he entered the, he entered the, the time force. He entered the speed force. Yes. Speed force. Go on. Now, Finish the joke. Cause I couldn't he, do it myself. I, I thought it and I was like, oh, I can't make this work. Every, I'll let everyone, Gina flail around and try and. Look Everyone dumb. knows there are no rules in the speed force. You could do whatever you want, including cutting women's heads open. I see. With okay, chairs. Uh, of course, the alternative this weekend is we just go see the movie with the anti-Semite and the dude who knocked a Vietnamese guy's eye out of his uh, out of his socket. That was years ago. No, was it? Was it? Is he a different person now? Oh, is he man. making movies? He's got, a, he's got a chain of burger restaurants, so... Chan, well, the worst part is when you said the anti-Semite, I was just like, what's Tim Allen up to these days? <laughs> I didn't know he had a movie coming out with Kid Rock. Oh, my gosh. What? I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm not going to Google it. Don't I'm worry about not. it. Anyway, so they're well, on the planet Trek. surface, and they try to arrest McCoy. And this is the big plot point. They say he was responsible for a plague 19 years ago, and it wiped out an entire planet of hundreds and hundreds of people. And we want to put him on trial. And they make a really big deal to say, and this this warrant is, like, real. 
guys, just so you know, this law yeah. thing, like we are really doing this trial. There is no plot point around that. I actually like I I appreciated the fact that because uh, like honestly, they the, you know these aliens who look like uh, like someone cut off the front of Yoda's face and glued it to a butt, uh, <laughs> and like that's their head and their face. They they come up and they're basically like, hey, we have a war- you gave us a bunch of smallpox blankets years ago. We're we're holding you accountable, and here's a warrant. And legitimately, my first thought was, wait, are are we to assume that warrants are the same from planet to planet? Like they're barely even the same from state to state. And then they say they make a point of saying it's it's all it's all right there. The Galactic Federation signed off on it. It's yeah. all perfectly regal. Like, I, yeah, like I, I actually appreciated that plot point. Maybe Ray thinks it was too, too ham-fisted, but that was in, immediately where my mind went was, okay, how is a warrant on this planet the same? And they say, look, this governing body that governs all these planets in the Trade Federation, whatever it's called in the non-Star well, the Trade Wars. Federation, yep. No, it's the Federation, <laughs> Gina. It's the United they Federation of Planets. They need to differentiate Planets, them more if they expect me to remember. Yeah. They if fucking introduced in it. <laughs> they were the original. No, no, Gene, I'm with you. If you're going to put Yoda's face on a butt, <laughs> you have to make sure you're keeping Yoda these two worlds exist. separate better. Yeah, exactly. So the Galactic Trade Federation signed <clears throat> off on this warrant, and I appreciate the fact that they hammer that home. Uh, and that I, they say, like, you can't get out of this, otherwise, like, you're a fugitive. I appreciated it for different reasons, because uh, the thing about this show is uh, what makes it different from TOS is that things are a little bit looser. Uh, we've got aliens that, you know, we couldn't afford to do in the, in the live show and we can go to planets and do like weird shit that, you know, like we just didn't have the special effects for. And also the characters are a little bit looser. Like Kirk is a little bit more, um, fly by the seat of his pants. He's just like, I don't know. We could just fucking kidnap this dude that's coming. So to me, uh, when they're saying that I'm like, oh yeah, I would be genuinely concerned that they would say we have a warrant for uh, McCoy and Kirk would be like. Flip the double birds like fuck y'all, I'm out of here. And the fact that they're like, this is a legit federation thing. Um, like he has to contend at least with knowing that uh he's gonna get in trouble if he does it, as opposed yeah. to like uh, taking the fuck off. So yeah, yeah, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this. And and it's not, and I don't think it was too ham-fisted. They literally say it in one line. They just say your federation signed off on this, so it's legit. And and I, I enjoyed it. Also, there's the the aliens absolutely do not have uh ham fists. Uh well, Gina got creepy tentacle in the chat, those long fingers are for fucking. So <laughs> They have like creepy long, like sort of no bones in them fingers that are just mm. like f- flopping around. You mean like tentacles? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to compare it to a movie that I recently see saw. In case neither of you have seen it, but let's just say if you were to have sausage fingers, for instance, that would be this would be similar to that, <laughs> except like really thin sausages. Uh, Moxford said, uh, Gina, you have a thing for long gangly fingers. And I think that deserves a response. Uh, no, I don't. I don't actually. It makes me think of like the, the pan's labyrinth ghoul. Uh, what if those long fingers were like, like tickling someone's belly button? Would that uh, Ugh, do anything I hate for you? This. I hate. Would it just be this. like, I, 
I'm and also, like, I don't want, I, I mean, I don't know if that Pan's Labyrinth gets his finger fucking on. I hope he doesn't. But if he mm-hmm. does, like, more power to him. But I don't want those fingers anywhere near my vagina. Yeah, okay. I have different strokes for different folks, I guess. <laughs> I'll be honest. That stuff doesn't normally bother me. But the way you said it, Shan, really did. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. This That's is the start what I'm of here for. Rayphobia. Yeah, so they end up going to the Hall of Justice, which I was like blown away by. Like, I didn't even know like Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman would be here, but here we are. Um, and they decide like, oh, this this plague bomb hit the Dramia too. And as Moxford said in the chat, he goes, you know, for an advanced civilization, you got to come up with a better name for your planet than uh, Dramia too. Uh, uh, that's just not okay. That's I mean, a user look, illusion too. No good. <laughs> Like every Star Trek planet is like that. Uh, City Alpha Five and Six, you know where the uh, uh, the mind worms are. It's just it. It's just like it's the sixth planet uh, around yeah. the star City Alpha. I will say, from a branding standpoint, it's very smart. Like you know that if you go there, you're gonna get a shot glass that's like similar to the shot glass you got at the last planet that you were on. Uh, so like, I don't, I don't think, I think it's, I think it's sort of, sort of makes sense. It's like calling something new, something new England. Like you're calling this planet, like, oh, this is the, the second of this so no, I'm not okay perspective. I, I think it makes sense. It's just like you Harry have- Connick Jr. It's the Harry yeah. Connick Jr. of interstellar planet nomenclature. You know what? Had they called it Dramia Jr., I probably would have been okay with it. <laughs> okay. No, I don't want to li- yeah, Good luck getting anyone to live on that planet, though, then. Like, you're, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, I live on Dramia Jr. You know what? Sometimes you want a Whopper Jr. Sometimes you want a Whopper Jr., and that's Nobody okay. Nobody wants a Whopper Jr., Ray. I want a Whopper Jr. Nobody wants a Whopper like Jr. You like five Ray. of them. <laughs> Gross. You can't you feel bad if you eat five Whoppers, but five Whopper Juniors, that's just normal. That's what a normal oh person God. does. Can you imagine those gangly fingers just like wrapping around like a oh, Whopper, is, just a full on really, really mayonnaise oozing out the sides as they're like, Look, oh. I'm not sleeping tonight now. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Mego presents the Star Trek action figures featuring the crew of the Enterprise, Captain James T. Kirk, their fearless leader, Dr. Bones McCoy, caring for the health of the Enterprise crew, Scotty, the chief engineer, in charge of the transporter room, Mr. Spock, the Vulcan, second in command, and the Klingon, enemy of the Star Trek crew. Star Trek action figures, complete with accessories shown, each sold separately from Mego. Now, back to G.I. Joe. At some point, the two of you are going to go to, to your annual doctor's appointment. And the doctor is going to be like, you need to start taking care of yourself. And it's going to be so hard at that age, at like 50 or whatever it is when this How old do you think happens. I am? Wow. No, I'm just I'm saying it'll be it'll be a few years off before a doctor's like, man, dude, you really gotta like get your shit together. So you gotta stop drinking all this soda and shit and eating five Whopper Juniors. Oh, really? So I'm just I'm saying this out of concern for you because I'm gonna live until I'm 800 and I don't have any kids. So you know, you, well, those you two, two things are related. Doing something. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Really sometimes are. people people have kids and they're like, you know, I don't you know, I don't want to. Yeah. I would rather live a long time. Chan, you know one thing Gina gets that we don't sleep. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting? You made your own decisions in life. <laughs> I have no pity the, for you. It's the Whopper Juniors that will kill me. You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> oh, How many meetings God. you're preparing for right now, Gina? What was the last time? Uh, Gina does get uh, uh, does have some <laughs> sleep deprivation because all of her <laughs> scripts are her babies and all of her pitches, like the dozens of them that she takes out at a time. She's kind of like got like. One of those foster parents that has like fourteen <laughs> kids. Like, yeah, oh, well, yeah. I need it because I need to. I need the income. <laughs> All right. No, man. There, a recent study showed that if you go to bed between ten and eleven, that's the peak oh, you live this the again. longest. So ever since I read that, that's when I go to bed, and then I get eight or nine hours of sleep a night. What the fuck? Eight or I, nine look, hours I, of sleep I, a I night. Read studies about what the healthiest thing to do is, and then I do that thing. Oh, oh my God! Look, here, here's the that, deal. I, I did not expect to live five hours thirty six. So anything else oh. beyond that is just gravy. <laughs> That's outrageous. I can't. Ima- I'm just trying to imagine my life getting nine hours of sleep in a night. And I'm just mad at you now. <laughs> there are, are you kidding me? Do that? That's how. That's that's crazy. That's crazy town. Uh, to be fair, okay. I, mean, tonight, I I just saw something on Twitter though that said that tonight for all these people who are listening to this podcast next week. Perfect. That you that there's apparently like going to be big things in tonight's moon night. So I'm thinking of maybe staying up until midnight tonight. To oh, you're willing to sacrifice part of your life? Just <laughs> I am. To moon night? Yeah, really? I am. Uh-huh. After wow. last week's, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm sticking with this. No, I'm willing. There's to There's three more to go, Chan. It's a six episode drop. What are you talking about? But it's but specifically the thing on Twitter said, and it was from someone who writes on the show. If you do not watch it tonight, stay off of social media tomorrow. So there's going to be something big. I think it's going to be a cameo. I'm not going to say any more than that. Nah. Cameo. I mean, you tell me that they would release the uh, the Thor Love and Thunder uh, 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 trailer and then. And then that week on the TV show, have a cameo. Oh, man. Is oh, this going to be assu- like S.H.I.E.L.D. and Winter Soldier? You're assuming it's going to be a Thor Love and Thunder cameo? I assume so. No, I'm 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 assuming it's Kang. But uh, because there was a little know. Easter egg in last in the last episode. that Wait, that there was? 
Yeah, because yeah. it was Easter. Come on now. Keep up. <laughs> Shit. Was like yeah, there was a, li- oh, a, a little baby can- uh, Kang Easter egg in last episode. You know, you know who I think shows up? Legion. How about that? Ooh, <laughs> That's nice. when Moonlight gets confusing. And then you stop understanding it. <laughs> yeah, I need Chan to explain it to me. But you know that. what's not confusing? This episode of Animated <laughs> Let me Star give Trek. you guys some plot points, and then we'll come back to it. The alien. So they go to draw draw Dramia two. Uh, one one man band alien guy follows them in a patrol ship. Okay, they hold leave on. open their For hangar doors. So no, people, I'm not. They leave open the, the hangar door so he will fly inside and they capture him. The end. We- <laughs> <laughs> For the people that have not watched the episode, and you can watch it on Paramount Plus, you can watch it on some creepy, weird checklist uh, site. Let's go. pirate site. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 so we got the long, gangly fingers. Everybody knows about that. Uh, Moxford correctly pointed out, Ray, do the tentacle fingers freak you out? We've discovered they, yes, they did. indeed they do. Yes, they do. You were correct. Um, he also said, "Looks like a uh, looks like the he smashed a fall, small face onto an oblong head." So yeah, uh, it's I, yeah. There is that kind of vibe that uh, uh, the aliens from the Spice World movie. I, don't know if you know that, <laughs> I love like, that. Kind of in there. I saw it in the theaters twice. <laughs> As did I. Yeah. Uh, Burn Rap said this is like visiting Florida. Moxers said the aliens <laughs> look like they got pants and they don't care their pants are around their ankles. They really did, that. too. I'm going to say right now, I didn't notice that until he said it. And then I look at every single time I see, I could I could not unsee the fact that they're, the bottom of their legs look like he's just wearing his pants around his ankles. <laughs> what is and it? I loved was it, it supposed to be like alien skin around his ankles? Yeah. What, what, what were we or looking boots at? boots or something. I don't know. But all oh, I could see I was see. just droopy pants. That's all I could see. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure there's a wiki feet uh, uh, entry there for the Grayman <laughs> aliens. aliens. Yeah. The so ones uh, keep... who speak yeah. the language. Thank you. Uh, I just, you know what? I had to let you have it. Um, <laughs> they go to Dra- Dramia 2. They decide it's non-lethal radiation, so we're fine. Uh, they beam down to the surface with Kirk, Spock, and an alien, and they they call the planet a planet of the walking dead. And Gina, correctly, as I was thinking it, Gina said it, it's like, uh, uh, oh, hello, <laughs> Walking Dead universe. I actually said something much smarter, which was Robert Kirkman. I couldn't remember his name. I got to be honest uh-huh. with you. you I said knew. His name. Once, you start, once you started to talk, I thought, uh, I thought uh, Ray does not know the name Robert Kirkman right now. <laughs> I do know the name Robert Kirkman. I, I read Walk. Listen, I read the Walking Dead comics when they were brand new. That's my Look, one who, cool who thing did I did it? before everybody didn't. Uh, a lot of people, because issue one is very rare, and I owned it. Uh, but I sold it for money, and <laughs> that's good. Very... The last time you sold it for magic beans, and how did that work out? Yo, 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 yo! That bean stock is coming any day now, and there is mm-hmm. gold in the clouds. Chan, mm-hmm. we've been over it. Yeah. I don't need to rehash this again. Just checking. So they get attacked by uh, this alien. They go to a cave, but they find out no, uh, it's actually this dude who lives there. And then the uh, the Demos, the alien who, who stowed away on the hangar bay, he says there were no survivors. And this other alien's like, fuck you. And he's like, I'm a survivor. And I'm Bones survivor. tried to save me. I'm a giver. I'm an alien. Get me on your ship. I will testify at this trial. This man is a hero because if you save people, you cannot also kill people. That is a rule. 
That is a rule. Yeah. And that I, is a rule. I, and I, I think Chan and I, at the exact same time, shook our heads. No, that is not a rule. <laughs> you, you, I don't know. I don't know. He needs to read a little more about the Nazis. But if his, if his assertion is that you can't like save one person and kill another, that's not how it works. It's like, dude, you got to read some history. <laughs> yeah. And Brian Rapp did come up with his assertion, though, that he's actually talking about saving at Walmart. So if you, uh, if you are okay, a Walmart shopper, uh-huh. you cannot kill. But I think okay. Florida proves that that's not true as well. <laughs> Especially since they sell guns in the Walmart. Don't, so you don't can worry literally about buy that. them and then go out to the parking lot and kill people. Oh, my gosh. So they go uh, back to original I, Dramia. I, yes, Chan. I, I am willing to let it slide because this is a show that is intended for younger audiences. And I will make some allowances um, uh, for simplifying stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be dumbed down, but, like, you want to make things a little more black and white, you know, so the kid's going to know, like, oh, I'm supposed to be on this side or that side. I'm okay with that. So, yeah, you know. and it's a good it's a good sound bite if you're yeah. if you're a seven year old. It's a it's good a, sound bite. You can't both heal and kill or whatever it was. You yeah. can't both save and kill. Yeah, I'm just saying we as adults get more cynical and realize there are nuances. And <laughs> a lot of people who've done great things have also done terrible things. Also, when you're talking to a kid. You don't want to have to explain the gradations. You're just like, put <laughs> yeah. down the fucking glass before you drop it and break it. And then oh boy. Uh, I have to clean it up. And then we're going to be late to the Easter party. Um, <laughs> not Could be that. anybody. Could, Could be, be anybody, anybody we're talking about right now, Chan. <laughs> anybody. So we find out that uh, they actually all get sick. Uh, uh, they start turning different colors. That's the whole deal. They start turning blue with the virus. Mm-hmm. And then like Kirk turns blue and they say, we better quarantine. And in my head, I'm like, 30% of that enterprise is probably revolting right now. Yep, yep. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I saw the synopsis, I was like, plague? Oh, man, there's going to be some good COVID jokes in here. Sadly, not really a lot. Not a no, lot of yeah, not in this case. There was, there was a, you know, an anti-vaxxer comment that sure. the anti-vaxxers were right because apparently it was they, they thought that it was the inoculations that gave them the plague right that's right, true, right. Yeah. yeah they did think that that's dumb okay so everyone turns blue and then green and then red that's how it works if you turn red you're in bad shape <laughs> so they end up uh everybody's turning blue except for spock who i didn't really catch the reason but he can't yeah, catch the virus it, 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 they say when he's reading about the when he, they're reading about the illness they say some some species have a natural immunity including hold on hold on i haven't played a thing fang in a while so uh here, here, here it is. Thing, thing, soon. Do I understand planet number two? Is. I never saw planet number one. Plague, Dramia two, of unknown origin, characterized by pigmentation changes in skin of victim, debilitation, death. Certain species known to have natural immunity, notably Vulcan. Now, All wait right. a minute, though, because they find out in the end, spoiler alert, that that's bullshit, that the pigmentation had nothing to do with the virus. So what the hell is he talking about? Okay, we will we will come to that. But remember that the symptoms are the yeah. pigmentation, debilitation, and then death. But and that's a also, Gina doesn't know if uh, she can watch Draymond 2, <laughs> which is why I tell you people to shut the hell up during this... <laughs> During us watching it, so that I honest, made my day. Clarify um, that. Uh, no, wait, wait, but here, here. I mean, I can answer. Ray asked a very dumb question <laughs> because ah, the you. because the 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 symptoms that he's reading are from the in, the initial illness. 
But they found out that the illness and the color change are two different things. That's why yeah, they, but, they but couldn't they, figure but it out. But they both happened after in Aurora Borealis. So the first time that they got sick, which was 15 years ago, right after Doc McCoy left, and Aurora Borealis had just happened, which is what caused the color change portion, but not the sickness portion. Indeed. So he's, what's that? Indeed. Yeah. So he's reading .com. 15 years ago, this is what happened. They okay. changed colors. They got sick. Oh, all right. They died. Now yeah, I, I, he was reading a historical and... record, not a medical textbook. That's where I'm at my disconnect. Yeah, because happening. later on they say we don't know what disease this is. So yeah, they do. That's the why only, I, look, the only I thing that confused. they're comparing it to is the first time this disease blew through the oh, this colony. It's like Legion Two. It's I not swear that to God. hard to understand. Really now, our our chat room wanted to know when they turned blue. Now, uh, uh, did they have is the end game to become a Smurf or a giant blueberry like Willy Wonka? Yeah. See, I thought they, they actually, when they were blue, they reminded me of when E.T. is really sick. Again, because these things have like tiny, tiny faces. And at some points they looked like E.T.'s, E.T. faces on a big butt. Uh, mm. But when they're sort of like a- that ashy blue color, it reminded me, which is like when you're a kid is a very, especially an 80s kid, when you're not used to school shootings and you see E.T. turning ashy and about to die and like scientists in hazmat suit, it's very, it's very upsetting. So these things remind me of when E.T. was dying, the blueness. Okay. Okay. Man, was E.T. okay? Uh, no spoilers. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe that's our Moon Knight. Uh, maybe that's what's going to happen on Moon Knight. E.T. shows up. Oh, I, I mean, I would actually love that if they introduced E.T. to the Marvel Amazing. Universe. Well, it's all owned. I mean, E.T. exists in the Star Wars universe, which is also owned by Disney. All Here Marvel. we go. Yep. It's all yep. Marvel. Okay, Spock's taking control of the ship. He goes and uh, gets McCoy released by basically jailbreaking him, which was great. Uh, he says, we must find the antidote. I appreciate the conversation that McCoy and Spock had where... Uh, Spock is like McCoy. We got to get you out of here. And and McCoy's like, no, that's that's I can't do it. Jailbreak is illegal. I would never do that. And Spock's like, the whole crew has this uh, virus, and we need you to fix it. And McCoy's like, well, why didn't you tell me? And Spock says, because you wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up, McCoy. <laughs> and I laughed uproariously. It was great. Yeah, good, this, good is, bit, a good, good this bit. is a good scene, and and it captures their actual like personalities on the regular show pretty well. It was great. It, it captured their personalities when they were on the regular show. That is correct, <laughs> and Gina would know. It's true. Or Gina wrote. Um, okay, so they uh, they they do all this lab work. They they they're running out of time, as are we. So they do all this lab work. They find out that it's two separate events. The color change is because the aurora borealis. The virus is just the virus. So he's like, "Hey, punch in the thing without the color change. See what you get." They're like, "Oh shit! It's this very clear and obvious virus." Hold um, on. We don't we don't have an answer for it though. As we recall. What we know about the virus is there's the pigmentation, there's debilitation, and there's death. So if you Mm -hmm. take away the pigmentation, the symptoms we're plugging into the computer are debilitation and death. And they're like, (laughs) oh, right, it's one disease. No other disease has debilitation or death in it. Uh, I mean, at this point, I feel like most diseases have probably been cured. So, So, you know. Seems right to me. I mean, here's the deal. Computer comes up with it right away. Very smart computer. Uh, then it turns out McCoy has something called Saurian antibodies, yep. which just heal everybody. Sure. Because that's what the original dude who survived must have had. Yes. 
Yeah. And this, everyone this is This also safe. tracks when you get infected with the disease. That's how they, I mean, that's how they, you know, develop vaccines. Yeah. Like so this, he, all of this too sort of like fell together. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. That's, you know. Um, holds up. Made uh, sense. For the, yeah, the purposes of simplicity, like, yes, uh, he's got antibodies and like, Apparently, they knew about vaccines in the 70s, and uh, everyone was cool with it. So, yeah. you know, yeah. saved the entire enterprise and uh, this entire species of Draymonds. And no, the, the, the part they had to cut out for time was where all the Draymonds argue and say, no, I shouldn't have to get vaccinated against this. It's my right to die from it and kill other people if I want to. And then... The Federation is like, this is stupid. Just get vaccinated. And they're like, no, no. So what you're saying is a portion of the Draymond population were down with the sickness. God damn it. Where is the rest of couldn't stop it. Oh, no. The rest were ooh Oh, my God. So they end up beaming back down to the planet. And I just wrote here, um, Spock is just going to throw major shade right now. Uh, I don't remember what he said, but maybe Chan can give me one more drop because I remember it was hilarious. <laughs> the end of the episode, like like we've resolved everything. You know, everything's been explained to our satisfaction. Then all of a sudden, fucking music starts playing like goofy, like fucking uh, 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 like Gilligan's Island music. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What's happening here? What is that supposed to mean? Well, you have been derelict in your duties of late, Doctor. Spock, you know as well as I do what we've all just been through. Hippocrates would not have approved of lame excuses, Doctor. Man, I know you're in jail, but why couldn't you do your job? Jim, if I'm ever in jail again, don't send that Vulcan to release me. Just let me rot. okay well that was awesome i had to get to that laugh because uh (laughs) he puts his hand over his mouth as if he's like a geisha and he's like like, okay well now now we're into uh uh uh, the sheer ludicrousness of 70s Yeah, but to be fair, it was him doing the meme of the hand to the side of the face and the hand covering his face. So I got great joy out of that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I I like this. I like that. I like that. uh, You know, Spock is is giving some shit. I think this is how he has fun. Well, but it's such dumb shit. It's like you know, while you were sick there, you weren't uh, handing out vitamins. I'm like, what? Come on, that's that's a funny bit. I was literally dying. What the? Why are you bringing this up? For a Vulcan, that's a funny bit. That's a funny bit. Like if someone got COVID and like was on their deathbed and then came back, you lighten the mood by being like, oh, man, like you're you're going to have a lot of paperwork to do. You better get it done. I'm going to have to report you to the boss because your work hasn't been finished while you were. <laughs> it's office humor, Chan. Work oh. in an office once in a while. Yeah, there there it is. There it is. I, uh, sever- severance didn't uh, hit for me quite as hard as some people because. Uh, oh, it hit real hard for me. I was <laughs> I wasn't laughing so much as going, "Oh my god, that's just terrible! Why yeah. would you do that to people?" This is, this is Chan's way of saying he's uh, he has been very privileged to never work in an office. No, I, I have, say, but then I got the fuck out. I, I would say, like, I, I I did spend a lot of time in corporate America, and I have a lot of uh, finger traps. Uh, I did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
Yeah. Im- impress much? Thank you. <laughs> I just like case- that. I just like that it's the guy the guy from Severance is also is the guy that kept yelling in all the Spider-Man movies. Okay, Spider-Man, do a flip. <laughs> and then he was in uh is that, that's that guy, isn't it? Oh yeah, shit. And then there's a the guy in Shang-Chi that goes like, All right, I've actually taken a couple of I take I've taken a couple of karate classes, so I'm gonna try and judge this fight in real time. <laughs> oh my great. god, that was he him. Has, like, I knew I'd seen it before and I couldn't in, like, place it. He has like one line in three Marvel movies and they're all gold. Okay, <laughs> Spider-Man do a flip. That guy should be in everything. He's wonderful. Yeah. When I saw him, I was like, hey, it's oh, the Spider-Man fuck. do a flip guy. Yeah, that's I hear Zeal. Thank you for saying that. I've been trying to place it this whole time. Did I look I it mean, up? You could have no. just Googled. No, I don't do that, Gina. I live in the past. Or you could watch uh, an hour's worth of Easter egg videos after every Marvel property like I do. I live uh, in the past. I don't remember John Turturro being in the Spider-Man movies, so I'm not really <laughs> sure what you guys are talking about. No, that was the one. It was the big Lebowski, which is also a Spider-Man movie. They just don't say it out loud. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, are we done here and that's now? our show, everybody. Nope, we're done. Uh, that's Star Trek the Animated Series. Thank you to Moxford and Brian Rapp for joining us. We'll be doing this again and giving you more fair warning to plan your week around it. That's my guarantee as a person who should not be making guarantees. And logging on early to work out all the tech problems. That is I my guess. guarantee. I, I just I just spocked your asses. I guarantee it. You can find us online at uh, facebook.com slash knowing it's half the podcast or patreon.com slash knowing it's the podcast. You want to join us? Uh, you want to join us for a live show? Come hang out with us. We do enjoy hanging out with y'all. Um, you, you are our favorite people and you should be part of our, our Patreon and join us and do the thing. I hope everybody enjoyed their swag. I just like having it. And I like knowing that people want to do things. That's always a nice thing. I will be doing more of that going forward. And we're actually going to have our first Patreon only episode pretty soon as well. So we'll start getting suggestions for people on that as well uh otherwise you can uh, uh nobody has anything to plug and i need to get out of here so we're gonna say right now you can hit us up on twitter at gi joe podcast or individually i am at almighty ray at 999 rpms i'm at gina ippy and that has been this episode of star trek the animated series season two episode four of the albatross find it on a underground croatian site near you <laughs> You probably should. Yeah. Before we all lose our minds. Uh huh. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite GI Joe podcast. uh, What is happening? Of of like ghosts. My my (laughs) canvas camera just came on and is now spinning around the room and taking camera footage of me. (laughs) Even though I'm not the one controlling it, so I also have a ghost in the machine. Oh, you mean I shouldn't have been giving out passwords to your uh, your baby monitor cameras that you keep in your apartment <laughs> at all times? That was a Patreon I mean, reward at a certain tier, Gina. Uh, I hate to be the.
You know, people want to see me in pretty much the same uh, pajamas every day, writing and then going for walks around my neighborhood and literally doing the exact same thing every day for two months. And you know what? Go for it. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) That's a, I mean, to be fair, you could probably get. That's true. Folks on board. I'm just saying. As long like, as as long as my feet are in in a shot somewhere. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sure there's like a real weird fetish of people who just like watching people writing. Oh yeah, like, there's nothing, a fetish for everything. Nothing weirdly sexual about it. Just like they're just into watching people, just like just typing at the computer. Probably. Yeah. Right, well, I have, I have to be done at ten, so I am going to start now. You What'd the, you do this time? Why didn't you just start? Jesus. You, you, anytime fuck? you have to be out by a certain time, it means that there's a fight. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's that um, I have eight to ten quarantined off, and the the deal, whole deal is that the kids have just been just aggressively screamy lately. And like before, it would be like you know we put them to bed, but you know six thirty, seven o'clock, and then they stay down. And then, you know, after 11, we start having to deal with issues and people getting up and Marco screaming. And now that starts as early as like 8.30, 9 o'clock. Oh, my God. And so what I'm saying is I have to get it done by 10 so I can provide relief because there will be screaming happening potentially the entire two hours I'm in here. That's when you and put in some earplugs. Children, you can appreciate that it. once you see a certain timer hit, you, <laughs> you want you want the relief. <laughs> Our lives are very different. I'm looking at whether or not I should take a writing retreat in Tuscany right now online. Uh, I would agree. Our lives are very different. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Uh, um, Ray, you're hearing the screaming of children. Gina, Constantly. you're hearing the screaming of your barren womb, and you're trying to <laughs> run away to another continent to escape it, but you're bringing your womb with you, so, you know. Oh, the screaming tough. of That's my tough. barren womb sounds like the sweetest, sweetest music to my ears. <laughs> it's the best Credence Clearwater revival song I've ever heard. God. I want to know, have you ever <laughs> seen my tubes? <laughs> God bless America. All right, I'm starting the show, goddammit. Yeah, start it. No one's preventing you from starting it. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming. And we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom trying to get this Game Boy. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god. Traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.